Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Today, I'd like to share with you a thought from Titus chapter 1 about how a leader in God's church must not be violent, and then to see how that applies to us today. Here's the verse, Titus chapter 1 verse 7 says that a bishop must be, and then he says at the end of the verse, not violent. Now, as we read what the Apostle Paul wrote as a description of the character that Titus should look for in leaders among God's people, it's good for us to ask, if I'm not a leader among the people of God, and if I don't really plan on being a leader, Why should I care about this list? I can think of a few reasons why every Christian should care about this list of qualifications for leaders that's in Titus chapter 1. First of all, every Christian should care about this list because it gives God's description of what spiritual maturity and godliness practically look like. We may never have the calling to leadership, but every Christian should grow towards the character that is found in a godly leader. Number two, it helps us to understand what God expects of the leaders we should respect and pray for in God's church. And then number three, it gives us a wonderful description of Jesus in his earthly life. Listen, Jesus perfectly fulfilled all of God's expectations for leaders. So here, as Paul lists the different qualities or characteristics to look for in leaders in the church. This is the fifth, maybe it's the sixth, depending on how you count, is he saying that the bishop or leader must not be violent. Now, it should go without saying, but it still needs to be said. There's no place for a leader among God's people who's violent towards other people. In other words, he must not be violent towards those he works with, and those, in some sense, those who work for him. He must not be violent in any way that he would force himself upon a woman, for example. He must never be violent towards his wife. And if it is appropriate for him to spank or discipline his children, it must always be done without anger and only in proper measure. Now, normally, we think of only two exceptions to this for a leader among God's people. The first is if he does it in correct measure under proper authority. For example, as a soldier or as an officer of the law. Uh, Soldiers and police officers sometimes need to be violent. Now, they should only be violent in correct measure, and they should only be violent in proper authority. But the second excuse is not only that, but the second reason is if somebody is violent in self-defense, and again, then only in proper measure. Now, there's something else to see here. It's pointed out by William Barclay. He said that the ancient Greeks understood the meaning of this word for violent to mean not only physical violence, but also verbal abuse. It might be that this was Paul's focus here. Usually we understand that those who have a problem with physical violence are not qualified for church leadership. That seems clear. 
but it is more common to make excuses or to overlook it when a man verbally abuses others, especially if he thinks that he does it for the goal of church work or ministry. But if someone is consistently verbally abusive to others, I'm not talking about the occasional rare outburst. This shouldn't be leading God's people. And this is something for us to take a look at in our lives. We, as a measure of our spiritual um, lead, of our spiritual maturity, should never be violent in our actions. Again, take out those two exceptions I mentioned before. But neither should we be verbally abusive to others. We can ask God to deal with this in our life today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.